It's Sarah and welcome to Better in Bed, the podcast where we talk about sex and inspire you to get better at it. So I'm recording today from Singapore, which is also where I'm from. And for those of you who don't know that much about Singapore, I like to describe it as a tropical island state with really good food and really bad sex education. Um, you can read more about me and more about why I started this podcast on sarahsense.com. So come and say hi. So I have two new people in the studio with me today. Um, co-hosting with me is um, a lovely man and friend um, whom I met last year at a sexual wellness festival. His name is Prescott. Uh, he's American and he's an improv actor and instructor. We actually just recorded a live show together um, yesterday of foreplay Um which is Prescott's sex education slash comedy show. And it was a blast. So oh, it was so much fun. Had so much fun with the orgasms with you yesterday. Absolutely. Yes. The topic was the truth about orgasms. Yes. Also my favorite topic. We talked the they really wanted to know a lot about crazy orgasms. They did. Yesterday. They did. They they loved it when I said, you know, there's 12 kinds of orgasms. Everyone was like, whoa. Yes. <laughs> They're just like, please name all the 12 and talk about all of them. I got through about six. Anyway, Prescott, tell us more about you and why you started the show. Um, now that I've been part of it, it it's just great. Like, tell it's a us, fun it's, show, yeah. I, tell I like everyone to how, you, how they can find it as well. Uh, we can go on SoundCloud mm -hmm. or on iTunes and you can search for foreplay mm -hmm. comedy show, foreplay sex comedy, I think, mm -hmm. uh, any, anything like that. I started it because uh, my friend and sex educator in Baltimore, Maryland, Jack Jones, nice. uh, was uh, she's a great sex educator, and I was doing comedy shows there. And I said, "Let's do a sex and comedy show." And she said, "When do we start?" So we had to make one. Yeah. So I've always felt like sex education is better when it's not stifled. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was one of the big problems with my sex education, which is it was very stifling. Mm -hmm. If we had to laugh, they were just like, this is an important topic. You're not mm -hmm. allowed to giggle. Like, really? We're not allowed to giggle during a sex, edu sex ed class? Yeah. Which is true. Sex is inherently funny. It, there's I a think. whole lot about it that's funny. Well, and that helped with the shameful messaging. Right. It's like, yeah. oh, my God, this is shameful for you to think anything about other than what I'm telling you. Don't get pregnant. Here's gross pictures of herpes. Right. Like yeah. that's yeah. that was the extent of it. And don't giggle about anything. Yeah. So I understand why they did it. But I, I was just trying to take away the shame, take away the uh, stifling part of sex ed and just. So I made a show called Foreplay with the number four and uh, where we take two comedians and we talk with two sex experts about a different topic. And I just mm -hmm. thought it would be fun and educational and informative and funny. Yeah. Um, and having been part of that show and feeling the energy and the topics that we discussed, I think listeners out there, I think if you like the format of Better in Bed, this is something that you might want to check out. So go look for it on SoundCloud. Um, let me also introduce who else I have here in the studio. Um, her name is Lauren, and Lauren is the CEO of Groovely. Now, I'm going to spell that for you guys. It's G-R-O-U-V-L-Y. Now, Groovely is a dating and matchmaking agency that's targeted at young professionals who are looking for a better way to meet other like-minded people. They're in Hong Kong and Singapore. 
if I'm not wrong. We're focused mostly in in Singapore right now. Right, okay, yes. Singapore yeah. right now. Well, Lauren, just tell us more. I will tell us more about you. Tell us more about Groovely. Cool. Yeah. Well, hi guys. Uh, <laughs> so, Groovely, Groovely actually started out in Hong Kong mm-hmm. um, in 2015, and then it came over uh, to Singapore the same year. Um, during the time that we were doing it, it was it was it was more of a group date, you know, where you would sign up mm-hmm. and we would match you with someone else, and you would bring two of your friends, and they would bring two of their friends, and you'd go out and have a drink and have a lot of fun. Was it originally called Groovely? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that would have been more. It would make much more sense, wouldn't it? Is, is Groovely intended to be like because you're in the groove? Is like why? Yes, did you... yeah. So, so originally the name came about because they wanted to combine group and groove, and they somehow like oh, mashed up. That, that explains <laughs> the spelling as well. Yes. Oh, it does explain the spelling. It does. That it makes does. sense that, because because otherwise it would be with two O's, right? Right. Yeah. It's like groovy. because sound wise. <laughs> You cannot combine groove and group. No, you can't. You can't. And it's... putting an ly at the end just makes it an adverb. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't actually combine it with another thing. Doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't. Oh wow. There, there are some people they they just like growly and growly. I'm like, no, 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 it's just groovly. Because that's exactly what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like growly. I'm glad Thank you dear. clarified that, though. Very good to get the name of the company right at the beginning of the podcast. Right? Yeah, it is. I think um, so. When I first met Prescott and I told him that you know I was doing groovly, he was like, "What did you say?" You have a dating company named Rufy, and I was like, "No, yeah. no, no!" I thought that was no, a bad no. idea. Like, no. I don't mean to tell you your business, but you shouldn't have a dating site called Rufy. No, no, <laughs> might be sending the wrong message. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. So it's not Rufy. It's not Gravely. It's Groovy. Awesome. Okay. Well, we look forward to talking a lot more about what you do okay. on Groovy in a little bit. But let me just introduce today's topic. Um, um, and that's finding love in a digital age. Now, when we recorded our last episode on dating, which was, if you've been listening for a while, season one, episode 13, it was called Playing the Dating Game. One of the things that we talked about on that episode was how technology has changed the world of dating. And um, in many ways, uh, I think on that episode, I remember saying that I actually found online dating very difficult. Um, I think technology has made dating easier in some ways in terms of probably access to um, a greater network of people. Um, But I think it's also made it harder in terms of giving people a lot more options. Um, And that can sometimes result in in options paralysis. And me personally, I just never quite got my head around online dating and navigating the whole, you know, ghosting and, um, it's you hard. know, chatting online, chatting endlessly online without meeting. I just never quite got my head around it. And I remember saying on that episode that it, it was quite challenging. So let me just ask all of you, um, do you think technology makes it easier or harder for us to find love in the world we live in today? Hmm. It's a hard question, honestly, because like you said, technology really gives us the ability to to reach, you know, so many people while we're just 
at home and not really putting much effort, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but but there are so there are so many problems with that, you know, especially in places like Singapore or Hong Kong mm-hmm. where everybody's from everywhere. Mm-hmm. You just you just get like a mishmash of everyone, and mm-hmm. it's hard to meet somebody that has the same core values as you, or say, mm-hmm. or similar background or similar outlook. Um, so I don't I don't think that. But technology necessarily has has made it easier to find love, and and then it, you you think about you know what do you think is love? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, that's a whole different <laughs> question, almost. But we will talk about that. But what do you think, Prescott? Wow, now now I'm I'm having an existential crisis over here because <laughs> well, first we have to define love, and then we're going Clinton, right? Because yeah. we have to define is. Well, let's <laughs> let's just talk first about technology. I'm going to ask a, a love question, okay, in, in a in a little bit. But do you think technology makes it easier or harder for us? Harder. Okay, what about you? I mean, bearing in mind, mm. listeners. I think all three of us are of a certain age, maybe. Yes, we are I don't want to assume age. these things, but we're of a certain <laughs> age where maybe we didn't grow up with online dating, if I'm right to say that. Well, online dating. We grew up with Craigslist and like misconnections. <laughs> Craigslist is not <laughs> online dating. <laughs> Some of us did not grow up with Craigslist either. <laughs> Okay, okay. A classified right. section. Right. So some of us right. grew up with meeting in a bar and Right. Town and, town criers and uh <laughs> Right, I see. And okay. uh meeting at the at the and so town green out flyers yeah. with numbers and stuff. Right. Hoping hoping your hoping. Victorian mother will introduce right. you to someone. I don't know what we were th- I don't know what we did. Okay. But so so do you find now in this day and age, do you I mean, what do you think? I guess I think from what you've observed, yeah, I think it seems to be uh it, it has made possibilities easier mm-hmm. it has made it, it is it's widened the yeah. possibility of connections, but also made it more shallow, yeah, so I feel like people yeah. I feel like we used to be forced into um into more localization. Mm-hmm. And uh, getting deeper into someone you're next to or in a, a group of, you know, going out and doing things with people you like. Let's say you're a crocheter, your crochet circles, my, maybe not the best place to, to, to meet people um, if, well. if, uh, if you're looking for a man. <laughs> but What uh, do you do on the weekends? I go to crochet God. circles <laughs> as much as possible. I don't think you should knock it until you've tried it because crochet circles are badass. I'm sure. All do right? you... Yeah, okay. Do you just crochet circles or do you crochet inner circles? <laughs> that's a good that's a good you, you do you do both. If you if you're not very good at it, you just crochet rectangles. <laughs> but you do it in a circle to feel like you're multi-shaped. Mm-hmm. Um so you 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 do things deeper. There's, you know, there mm-hmm. your baseball team, your, you know, whatever. I feel like there's more deeper because you you couldn't you couldn't look down into your hand and see a, a, a hundred million more people in your hand. Yeah, uh, you you didn't have that opportunity, so you, so you had to look up more. So I feel like it it was deeper. So yeah. if I had to get, I I've done no research on this whatsoever, but I feel like it's mm-hmm. it's made it wider but shallower. Yeah, connections. I find like um, why I find it difficult is this idea of the sort of transactional nature of 
online dating. And as you say, it's in some ways there's a lack of vulnerability because you're not actually going up to somebody to speak to them face to face anymore. It's so easy to ignore a, a text message. I, I don't want to talk to this person anymore. Just ignore them. I, it, you know, you, you're not really forced to, in a way, invest any anything of yourself. So sometimes I find that's my personal thing. It's a lot of quantity over quality. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it also gives you the because because of the nature of the app and the design mm -hmm. of the app and how mm -hmm. we use it i mean it affects how we think of people it affects how we think of connecting with people mm. um yeah it makes us and also you know the less you invest the well i think it's sort of reverse because you think that you're not going to get much out of it you just invest less but because you invest less you get less from it mm -hmm. as well mm -hmm. um so it's this feedback loop that happens right um, right with technology yeah right also the anticipation is different i i'm sure we're going to get to this later but yeah. we 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 are testing this out we filled out profiles yeah. for fun and i definitely did that without pants on yeah so there was a, I, I didn't write that. Like it wasn't a requirement to I, like, do that. I know, but I'm saying on. there was an anticipation. Before, but if I was home alone, almost certainly there was no pants involved, right? So I, I almost certainly filled out this profile with no pants on. Whereas if I was right. meeting somebody, not digitally. You, oh, you would have pants on. I would have pants on Presumably. almost certainly, right. But maybe not a shirt on, like it's just reverse. No, I, right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. I was just walking around my house with just no pants. I had a formal shirt and tie on and a jacket, but I just mm -hmm. didn't have pants on. Mm -hmm. that, that's what's important to me. Mm -hmm. I like to feel all of my chairs okay. in, my, in my apartment. No, but there's an anticipation. Like you can do these things naked, uh, the, the, yeah. the dick pic yeah. thing, the, yeah. the, the, the uh, quick uh, cheat code to, to intimacy, which doesn't, isn't necessarily the same type of intimacy. Whereas if you, if you have to take each step, uh, little by little to the, you know, it's, it's different. The, the anticipation of, mm. of closer and closer intimacy, I feel is different mm -hmm. in the digital age. Yeah. Yeah. And I... most of it has to do with mm -hmm. not wearing pants right from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Which leads very much into my next question, which is what have been your personal experiences with dating versus online dating? And I think you explained that very, very <laughs> right. well. It, it has to do with from, if you can feel a breeze exactly, on your hindquarters. Starting from point number one. <laughs> um, so what has remained unchanged, for example? Like, do you think... Um, do you think romance and love ultimately the nature of that and the, the quest for that, has that changed in any way in the digital age? No, not at all. No, that I, I think that, you know, we, we always, we, we seek that sense of belonging, we seek that sense of connection mm -hmm. and it doesn't change no matter how, how advanced technology gets. Um, I do think that, that there is um, there is a sort of rebelliousness that comes with love, you know, mm -hmm. like we have to feel that in order for it to be love, it has to overcome like some sort of mm. huge, like the bigger the obstacle, then the bigger the, the the love that you have. And they actually did this study where if let's say your parents are um, really, really opposed to your relationship, 
couples, they actually feel a higher sense of satisfaction, um, which is, which is wow. free, right? Yeah. Wow. So dear parents, <laughs> if you like the perspective partner of your offspring, just make like noises that yeah. look disapproving. Like, yes. oh, not yeah. really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense though, because I had a huge teenage rebellion where um, my parents really hated my first boyfriend and it made me cling to him more. Right. For right. sure. Yeah. So it's a, it's a sense of... Um... They just don't understand. They don't understand <laughs> you. They don't understand your love. I know. They don't get it. Exactly. They don't get what's in your head. I know. Right. right? That's exactly yeah. what happens. Like, mm-hmm. that's, like that's what we think happens. Like, mm. Oh my, you just don't understand me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's it's the nature of love, the nature of like being being rebellious or, or fighting for this mm-hmm. this un, 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 unfathomable, untouchable, ephemeral, ethermal. Help me out, magical. Here, guys. Thanks, thank you. Yes, magical. Does that mean it gets hotter and hotter during the reaction? <laughs> <laughs> ethermal, <laughs> electronic thermal. I don't know what that means. So let me ask this question another way. Do you think? Online dating is killing romance. No, 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 definitely not. I think romance, romance is all around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> romance is all around. You know, when you meet someone, it's all about then your own ability to 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 turn up the heat. Yeah. Right? So yeah. It's, it doesn't I, I tend to think about it this way. Online dating, it's a it's a platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess you connect it, and then everything else is up to you. Whether you choose to meet, whether how you text, that's up to you. That's the romance. I I I will I want to separate the romance and and online dating because it's it's hard. You're saying it's just for the, the online is just for the connection. Yes. The romance is for the romance. Yeah. All right. You said turn up the heat. <laughs> how do you turn up the heat? Because I, I, I know everyone is thinking that everyone wondering they're like, okay, turn up the heat. You give me a right uh, expert CEO of a, of a weirdly spelled dating website. <laughs> How do you turn up the heat? <laughs> turn. Give us what are the, what are some good? How do we turn up? How. How do I turn up the heat right now? I'm in a room with so much adorable right now. Yeah, There's the aircon is blasting. That's not what I mean. I mean, you guys are hot. I'm in a room with a lot of hot right now. How do I turn up the heat? Well, you're pretty hot right now, oh, Scott. Nice. So. Are you? Oh, are you demonstrating? I, it's, uh, this is a demonstration. I well, done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think you're speaking like a true romantic. I feel. Are, are you romantic, Prescott? I like to think so. You like to think maybe so. not. I just that was the least that, that was the least hot way to answer that question. I think it's like yeah. I don't know. Let me do a study. I'll do. My some... head thinks I'm a, rom- a romance. <laughs> I'm gonna journal about it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hard though. It's hard. So I I meet all these people and they have such a um and 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 they say to me, you know, like I'm I'm a romantic. Um, I don't believe in in matchmaking, for example. That's what they would say. Um, and I just wanna. I wanna, I wanna meet them coincidentally, like when I'm doing something else, and and from the corner of my eye, I see this person, and and I strike up this conversation, and that's that's the kind of thing that they're looking for, which is yeah, which is a bit a bit strange. Yeah, the problem with that is you mm-hmm. have to you have to make a deal yeah with a, a, an evil sea witch <laughs> to get rid of your tail fin so that you can walk around and accidentally meet the right yeah. people. Right. And it just, there's no, so the the question of like, 
do you consider yourself romantic? I think it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to be in this line um, and to see what people uh, say, to hear what they say, to, to see what they are they are looking for and they want, and still believe in that in that in love and still believe in romance. Yeah. But I do because you have to because of course it, yes of so, course I mean if no you're running a dating and matchmaking website, I yes. would very much hope that the CEO is yes, a romantic. I, do, I, do. I would hope so too. I, I would hope so. Yeah, and. I mean, but it's so easy to get cynical. It's so easy mm-hmm. to just think, oh my God, it doesn't exist. Like um, that person for me doesn't, it just, they don't exist. And there's no hope for me. Nobody loves me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just going to be alone my whole life. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, it just, yeah. but no. <laughs> what are the craziest requests that people, so people say like, oh, I j- I'm just a romantic. I want to accidentally meet somebody. First of all, that would be an awesome request for a, for a matchmaker. It's like, can you yeah. set up so I can accidentally meet somebody like, not through I a matchmaker? That? Yeah. I mean, I I'm starting a new company. I'm writing this business plan down. Accidental. Just take people and just put them near each other and spy on them. It's right? like, oh, they just passed each other again. And no. You know, it's like, it's, I mean, it's so true. But like, if you think about the digital age these days and how we're meeting people, there is less spontaneity. Don't you think so? There is less of that, um, I just walked by the street, I've just seen a hot whoever, and our eyes meet across the room, and then that's it. You know, I go over and talk to her, and it's love at first sight. Do you think so? Do you, Would you agree with that? So it, so your question is, does online dating reduce that spontaneity? Yeah. Would um, you agree with that or well, not? Well, do you get out of the house, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not enough. <laughs> She does. <laughs> yeah, but I'm 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 not a romantic though, right? Oh. So I but you know what they always say about people who aren't romantics there or like cynics, they're just disappointed romantics no, no. and they're disappointed idealists. So so yeah. it's not it's not one or the other. It's right. not black and white. So mm. either you're romantic or you're a cynic. Mm. Like I think with our experiences uh, with relationships, we we do tend to get a little bit cautious. Mm, yeah, we do tend to get a little bit uh, skeptical of, yeah. you know, like how do I do this or how mm. do I do this right? Like I want to do right by them as well. Um, mm. so how do I do that and still value this person? How do I build that connection? How do I find out what they want or how do I not hurt them and still get what I want? Yeah. Um. So. There's, we have to have a healthy sense of both. Like, yeah, we can't yeah, we just do. yeah. So we can't we can't say that we're romantic or that we're a cynic. It, it doesn't really help us, right? Yeah, I just find yeah. that sometimes like all this like swiping, matching, ghosting, whatever that goes on, it's hard to do right by these people and have a quality interaction. I, I think that's sometimes what I struggle with having that balance. Can I defend ghosting? Oh, yes. For a sec. Do you want to? Okay, go. Go ahead. (laughs) So I I don't want to defend jerk behavior, Mm -hmm. but jerk behavior is jerk behavior, right? It's been around for decades. Right. And I also, uh, we we established (laughs) at least my relative age, so I don't, Mm -hmm. uh, I I haven't done dating and connecting and relationshipping via electronics uh, much. Yeah. But- Preska's been married for several years. 20 years. 20 years. Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, 20 years. So, uh, but, so I don't, I, I don't want to be an expert on modern communications right. is what I'm going to say because okay. I, I'm an old person, okay. but uh, <laughs> I will say I have definitely noticed 
there in just uh, casual relationships, friendships, uh, whatever ships, there's there's a set of people who it would be jerk to ghost. Like they they keep asking you, like nothing has gone wrong. You mm-hmm. just are not talking to that person anymore. There's another population of uh, like it, it's enough already. Mm-hmm. Like you have you're like hey uh, this is this is clear. I, I'm doing this thing now, and then they're just talking too much. Like the best way to deal with this is not to talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I want to defend that category of ghosting. I think ghosting is the correct response. In, in some situations. In some situations. Depending on the person. Yeah. So I, mm. I guess I, what I want to defend is not using ghosting as an overall negative thing. Mm. To, it's like dick pic to me. Mm-hmm. Like dick, there's no problem with dick pics. Mm-hmm. There's a problem with the overuse and unsolicited dick pics. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Like, good God, get get some permission oh, first. Yeah. Have the person ask for a dis- dick pic first. Yeah. If the person is not asking for a dick pic... Don't send them a dick pic. Yeah. But it's not the fault of the dick pic. And so I want to defend no. also the dick pic. <laughs> I didn't know I would be defending both ghosting and dick pics today, but I'm now but, on a roll. Yeah. Get getting, up on that soapbox. I'm getting used to being an old person. I should just be in a bar complaining about the government at this point. <laughs> I think maybe it would be good for everybody to understand a little bit more about um, Lauren's platform. Sure. Before... Um, zoning into our personal <laughs> stories. Um, <laughs> all, right, all right. So why don't you tell us more about Groovely and what is Groovely about? Um, Honestly, Groovely, Groovely is about um, making meaningful connections. Mm-hmm. I find that I find that a lot of companies, you know, they are in this space and they have this, um, their their narrative or how they speak to the customers like, oh, you know, you have to find someone by this age or being single is a bad thing. And I, I really don't support that idea at all. I mean, being single is great. You know, you have to learn how to, to be alone. Embrace it. Yeah, you have to learn how to how to be happy with who you are. Are, they, um, are these other sites all run by our grandparents? <laughs> no, no, they're not. <laughs> I mean, just just look at like what is outside right now and like You're other 26. dating companies. You need to, yeah. it's happening. You you should be with someone already. We're yeah. very disappointed. Yeah, and like find someone now. We're not disappointed. Just eat this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really want to to promote and and tell people and and to promote a different way of looking at at being single or looking mm-hmm. at at finding a relationship. Like, why do you want to be in a relationship? Like in our culture, we we place so much importance on being in a in a, in a relationship, being as a couple. Um, but is it really better? I mean, we have seen that there's so much discrimination against single people, for example. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with being single. But I want to promote, um, I want this platform to be a way where people can feel safe and they can connect with other people who who are like-minded like them too. Yeah. yeah. Because groovily, the way you've set it up is a little bit different from just an online app, right? Yes, so yes. what sets it apart? Yes. Well, it's a matchmaking agency. Mm-hmm. So what we do is that you come and you start up, you you set up your profile, mm-hmm. um, and in your profile we ask you different questions like, um, you know, how how like how would you like to improve, or what are the areas that you would like to to like? What can you bring into a relationship, for example? And then after that, after you set up a profile, we'll try to meet you up in person mm-hmm. um in that discussion itself we'll try to find out like where are you in your life right now what's important for you we match you based on what's important for you like your values your lifestyle your goals um and and then we go look for that person for you 
No, okay. Yeah. So we So yeah. you're using real humans yes, to look real for humans. that. Person. So no AI is used, no algorithms are used. Um we truly believe in understanding you as a whole. And so it should be run by all of our grandmothers. Yes. <laughs> Matchmaking is a very yeah. traditional yeah. art. You know, which goes back at least in China and a lot oh, of so, ancient so far, traditions yeah. for so long. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, now yeah. now it's all been outsourced just to Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Now it all just goes to her and she's like, I got it. I so got how did you get into matchmaking and what do you enjoy about that job? Because just from our chat before, I, I realized that this wasn't always what you did. Yes, it, it wasn't always what I did. Um, and how, how I came upon it, I've always wanted to be in, I think growing up, I think growing up, I was surrounded by a lot of, of relationships that were quite problematic. Um, and it was quite confusing growing up. I was like, why, why are you so unhappy? Like, what, what's going on? And there wasn't any, actually, any healthy role models in terms of relationships. And that made me really curious to find out, you know, what makes a relationship work? What makes a relationship not work? Like, why are some people so happy and some people not? And the role that relationships play in our life is is core to us. So I wanted to explore more and, and learn more about this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. since how did you learn about matchmaking? Is there a matchmaking university? Yes, yes there is a matchmaking institute, actually. Yes. Wait, what? what? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Where? Uh, in New York, I believe, yes. There's a matchmaking institute. So what do they institute. teach you? Well, they teach you how to, how to, how to be a matchmaker. They I, teach you how to, so how to... I think they're well-named then. <laughs> I think they nailed that. They didn't, like, F up the spelling, <laughs> try to match two words that no, don't go together. They, no, no, they didn't. Right? Okay. Yeah. So you learned more about matchmaking, and then you decided that you would start your own matchmaking agency. Well, so groovy how it was before. Like yes. I said, it was a social club. It was a really fun thing. But we found out that that you know people were actually looking for that special connection mm. people were looking for to a lot of people that came were single mm. and they were looking to find someone that they could connect with so we decided you know why not let's just focus on this mm. let's just focus on matchmaking let's let's understand let's go behind the scenes um and do a little bit more work on that right okay who would come to you and say i i, I want to be matchmade so I, I wouldn't really say that there's a typical user per se. Um, there's a whole range. Okay. I mean, ultimately, we are, I, I connect people, mm-hmm. right? So for whatever reason that maybe you're unable or maybe, you, maybe, maybe you're really busy in your life, maybe you're traveling lots. I think in Singapore and Hong Kong, like people travel so often, mm-hmm. it's really hard to, to really catch them and, and, and have a proper date with them. Mm-hmm. There are those people who they feel that, you know, they've, they've consistently always made like bad decisions or they feel that, you know, they would like a little bit more support in this area. And that's why they come to us. We're here as a support. We're here as a cheerleader. We're here to, to, to reflect to them how their choices have, have brought them to where they are and hopefully help them make better decisions in the future. Right. So it sounds like it's kind of almost like a, 
matchmaking slash consulting and coaching service. Almost, almost, yes. Okay. Um, there are some people also who just feel that, you know, they just want more opportunities dating. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. we can do that too. Um, they feel that, you know, online dating is a, they just meet a whole bunch of random people and they want us to filter that for them. Okay. We can do that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, are those like the super busy people who don't have time and just be like, just give me a list of... Right. Yeah. They, they don't like the swiping. Right. They have really bad carpal tunnel. Or they, <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't like the, the, the so chatting. You, so people come to you with finger injuries. <laughs> yes. Yes. And they're just like, yeah, you're one of our people. There's a, there's a category full of them. They're yes. like, I want to get, I want out of the game. It's too much. I can use my other fingers, just not my thumb. I'm a pianist. Can't do it anymore. <laughs> just, don't, just tell me who to marry. So that's interesting. So you're actually targeting users or, or people who maybe have tried online dating and it just doesn't work for them. Yes, yes, yes. So mm, okay. too. Or there are those who feel that, you know, they have um, a certain, they just feel like they want to keep their profiles private. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go to a human matchmaker as well. I can um, imagine that. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Especially for like CEOs and. Yeah. 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 Their Tinder v- has turned v- to ash. VIP people. VIP people. VIP people. So tell us some interesting client stories. Who are your most interesting clients? Who are your most challenging clients? Yeah, the, especially the CEOs. Tell us their names and where they work. <laughs> like which company they are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> what their problems are, health problems especially. <laughs> What the tax returns are. Their okay. mother's maiden name. <laughs> oh, dear. And maybe <laughs> bank account numbers. Criminal ba- background yeah. checks. Like, okay. yeah. Wait, do you do criminal background checks? No. You no, paused. No, I, there was no, a definite no. pause before that answer. No, um, we do ask. And then you said no eight times. <laughs> we do ask. So, so, for example, if let's say you have any like health conditions or mental illness or you've been... Uh, had trouble with the law. I mean, I do need to know these things because I am I'm putting myself out there. Right. You know, yeah. and it's your personal brand and right, reputation. Right. As well, so yeah. I'm looking for someone for you. Mm. Um, so I would need to know these things mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Okay. So who are your most interesting clients? My most interesting clients. Okay. So so there's um so there are a whole bunch of people who just submit profiles and they just submit profiles like in every agency possible just because they i don't know they have lots of fun yeah wide net i don't know <laughs> just wanna, they're just they're playing a numbers game <laughs> yes um, they do that on tinder as well sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah swipe right on everyone what, what i want to know since you have the personal more of a personal connection with your clients i want to know what are the uh what are the weirdest things people say like you you open this interview where you said people people are, are you know ask you like oh i I want to. I want to accidentally meet somebody. Right. Yeah. What are What are the What are the craziest requests you get? Like, oh, I I really, I really need only a CEO with a ten figure salary. And like, what are the What are the craziest requests you get? Mm, okay, so there isn't. I I was just so with regards to crazy requests. I think people can get really quite detailed. Um, with exactly what they want, like their height, their weight. Like I want somebody um, 155 centimeters 
um, lighter than 43 kilos with a fair skin. And so yeah. they're. That's very somebody, specific. I need, to, I need to convert the numbers for right. the dumb American. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's very specific. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So there are people who's who, not 12. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there are people that are really, really specific. Do right. they, do they give, uh, other measurements? Yes, they do. Like, do they say I need a this cup size? Like an this eight inch size. Penis. Yeah. Sometimes, oh, oh how frequently do you get those? I don't know. No, not, not how frequently not. do you get an eight inch penis? How frequently do you get requests for certain measurements? Um. Well, I think There's that not often again. enough. But wait, what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, pretty I, much Lauren I, wants to know everything. She wants to know everything about you. I did not fill out the profile appropriately. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, honestly, I don't. So even if you were to tell me that, I would tell you, I don't think I can work with that. Right. Okay. So there, I, there is stuff that you actually push back and say, yeah. I can't work. No, I, 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 if you tell me you want a height and weight requirement, if you want to tell me like a certain like cup size or things like that. I, I'll tell you, you know, I don't think I would be able to help you with this. Right. Um, firstly, firstly, because it is a lot of work to find someone with exactly that size who is also looking for a relationship. So unless like... Right, ha- with an asshole. Right? <laughs> like, yeah. what, what would I do? Yeah. Uh, so these things are quite impossible. So I feel that the people that I do take on, yeah. we have a similar... Um, we can work together in terms of, let's say, uh, giving feedback or, or or doing some corrections in terms of how they present themselves and things like that, mm. or or their outlook of what's important for them. Like, I can, like, we're all we're all intuitive animals. Like, mm-hmm. we can tell when mm-hmm. when someone um, goes better with another person, for example. Right. We mm-hmm. all have that. But what I do is I, I hone in on that and I do it every day. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference. Right. So are those your favorite kinds of clients where the ones where you, as it sounds like you do quite a bit of coaching with them, where you work with them to improve their image and maybe like their self-confidence. Is, is that your favorite kind of client? I wouldn't say it's my favorite kind of client. Like, <laughs> Who's your favorite kind of client? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, I my favorite kind of client who would be someone who who knows that I'm on their side, mm. who knows that I'm here, like looking for someone for them, um, who is open with me and honest with me about what's going on, what are they thinking, what are they hung up on, mm. um, and where we can work together. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite kind of client. That's everybody's favorite client yeah, for all so that's, industries that's across the board. That's my favorite client too. But, so you see, these kind of questions like, what's your favorite client or who do you want to be with? They're all like quite common answers. Mm. Like, mm. Uh, oh yeah? What's, yeah? What are the answers? Well, what kind of person do you want to meet? Someone kind, someone open-minded, someone intellectual, someone... Mm-hmm. Oh really? That's, those They're are the all... most common answers? <laughs> I, I'm I'm seriously asking. Are, that's that's, that's what I'm, I want to ask great. too. So what's the? I yeah, mean, what yeah. what are the biggest themes, right, yeah. of what you've learned about? I mean, what, what people are looking for Lauren, in a you're partner. Giving me, you're giving it, me hope in humanity exactly. right now. Is everyone just looking yes. for a kind yes, open they are. They are. They are. They are. I noticed you didn't they throw are. funny in there. Do people not say funny? 
They are. They they do want funny. They so they want kind. She's just humoring me now, so to speak. They they do want. I put funny. I put funny. Yes. Oh, good. In in my profile. (laughs) But okay. What else? I mean, what are the other themes that people are looking for in the partners? Because I thought I thought it would be much more superficial. Maybe cynic and me. Like me too. No, I agree. I thought it would be well, not measurements, but yes, I want them to like physically be attractive. I want um, you know social status. I want them to be earning above a certain income level. So you have those fields, I notice, yes, in your in your thing. So what? How many have deal breakers for, let's say, height? Um, there are there are a few of height. Yes. Percentage wise, how many? How what percent of of the people have a deal breaker on height? Oh dear, percentage. If you had to guess, ballpark. Um. Okay. So even if ballpark let's say probably like 10 10 percent only 10 percent so so the reason okay so those those deal breakers are things that are measurable right Mm -hmm. um and if if you were to think about it like business-wise I can only be held accountable for things that can be measurable so for things that are hard to measure Mm -hmm. um it's hard to tell me that that's your deal breaker like you can't tell me that your deal breaker is someone who is willing to learn like, how do I measure that? Yeah. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So Somebody has a measurement for that, but mm-hmm. that, that, it, that's kind of a tall order for a for Right. You. Yeah. yeah. So so something that's measurable, um, I, I would say that even if they come to me and saying that my deal breaker is height, I would want to, I would want to like talk them through, like, why exactly do you have this? Like, what's going on? Or have you dated somebody shorter or same height as you? Um, what shoes do you wear? Match.com opened up their data analytics. And so a bunch of people reported on it. And the, we, the I don't remember exactly the study, but we learned A, we're all racist. Uh, and it's true. And B, uh, especially when we're looking for a partner mm-hmm. and B, that men kind of bizarrely have these age ranges that are almost always younger than they are. Like mm-hmm. it's a deal breaker if you're if you're as old as the as the person as the man, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, which Say is crazy. Say this while I weep silently in a corner. Yeah, right. And then <laughs> right. and then women yeah. ha- were were more open and had kind sure. of a more balanced. So, sure. do you find the same thing? Yes, yes, I do. So, so those two points, racism and age. Um, I think, especially in places like Hong Kong and Singapore, where there's so much. Um, people are so status conscious. Like there's so much status anxiety over. And there, there was a guy who, who literally told me, you know, I have to have a certain kind of girl because then she is social proof of how valuable I am. Oh, wow. So, and he, he was 24. Right. Right. So, okay. so it so is, very important. this culture is really pervasive and mm. when they come to me, so I, I do, I do introduce a lot of people who, mm-hmm. who older, older women to younger men. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, you know, she's so wonderful. Like, mm-hmm. give her a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the times you can't do that on an app because mm-hmm. you've already set that. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody telling you, you know, like, you're missing out. Yeah. Like, stop setting these silly criteria. Right. Yeah. That is so interesting. Oh, what I, happens when matches don't work out? Maybe the other way can also be. What like, happens when matches don't work out? Yeah, you have to get the money back. Yeah. <laughs> do, do people complain? Yeah. Very disappointed in my service. No, no. So what happens? Um, I tell them, I tell them, 
like straight in the right up front that I I connect people. Mm. Um, I don't guarantee any long term relationships. I don't guarantee marriage. Um, so and a lot of times these people, many of them, they haven't been dating for a while. Some of them they have been dating, but they've always been um, choosing choosing the people or sabotaging themselves somehow. So I tell them that you know this is a process where we're learning how to date differently. Mm. Okay, so maybe maybe the match it doesn't work. Right. Then what is what are you learning about yourself in that in that in that moment? Or right. how can you how can you learn differently? How can you think about yourself differently so you can choose better? Right. Mm. Fascinating. It's good. Okay. It's a learning experience it with Lauren and Groovely. And it's it's really interesting because it's a very long term. It's much more a long term view. It's not just it, the match whether or not that works out regardless um that's just a short term thing right. right but the fact that if you're redefining the way that you're looking at dating or redefining the way that you're choosing people then that's something that you can take into the rest of your life really yes yes yeah. exactly yeah so interesting so i am super fascinated about how you actually go about establishing oh we're doing this compatibility and <laughs> <laughs> finding people a date and your matchmaker mojo methodology. So let me describe what Prescott and I did as homework before this podcast. Um, Prescott and I went on to groovely.com and we filled out a profile uh, and we submitted it to Lauren and well, firstly, I think we can share some impressions of how we felt, what we were feeling in the profile. Yeah. But the whole intention of doing that was to ask Lauren to help us find some dates because <laughs> I want to uncover the secrets behind how she looks for a compatibility and what they teach her at Matchmaker University. <laughs> yeah, we want to know who you found for us. I was a little surprised you didn't show up here with a couple for us. Yeah, oh, are you surprised or disappointed? Well, it would have been <laughs> this segment would have been more fun. You would be like, okay, here's how we we found yes. for you, and and here's the grand reveal, and then the door opens. Yeah, and exactly, they, they've been waiting in the wings. Um, but maybe Prescott, why don't we start with sharing our sort of first time impressions of using the Groovely platform? Did yeah. you like it? Did you not like it? Um, what did you think? I liked it a little bit, and I and I panicked at a lot of the questions because uh, I've never I don't know I never think of these things anywhere. I just got logged out. I don't know why. Okay, it's let's not, let's let's pull I up our the, profiles. Uh, I need the paper. So profile. where did you? I panicked. Get at, panicked. I I panicked at uh, first of all trying to there's a there's like a sliding scale of rating your own attractiveness, mm. and so then you know all of my upbringing. And socialization and uh, self-doubt all all collided in a super collider of panic at that one. Because <laughs> if I if I call myself average, let's say, or below, that feels more humble. Mm. But it also I, I feel like well, no one no one will want to date me if if I rate myself that way. But then if I go over, I'm like, oh, I'm definitely above average attractiveness. Then I feel you know, not humble anymore and immodest. And who would want to date someone that immodest? Oh, so like the whole thing, like that whole Guess question, what I put? what'd you put? I put 
attractive, very attractive. I think you nailed it. <laughs> you I, are very I, I attractive. I think that's Sarah. okay. <laughs> yeah, you are. No, but that's but you're not blind. <laughs> no, and I don't. It's not that I'm immodest or not humble. I just thought maybe I want to date somebody who is also confident in themselves. Mm-hmm. And if if I put something like you you know just average, then I don't yeah. know. Maybe I. I would attract somebody who maybe wasn't feeling that good about themselves. Right. I, I don't know. Like, I want to be with a confident person. So that's why I wrote attractive. I, I publicly panicked. <laughs> and Lawrence had just put average. So I put average. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if that was, but I was just doing what I was told at that point. Oh, dear. Well, uh, so what do you think you are? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to now panic <laughs> during the podcast. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I don't what do you think I am? No, you, no, you it's know? it's a self-assessment. I You're think, not getting out of it. I think I am a, above average. You are, but of not you are. very attractive. What? I wouldn't I wouldn't have chosen the very the high one. Okay, quite attractive. That's an option. That was okay. Quite attractive is an option. I don't know. What should I have picked? <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh okay, I'm interested in this one. What did All you right. pick for sophistication? That was such a weird question. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even understand it. Sophistication. Does that mean like I was wearing pants while I was doing it? Because <laughs> that I knocked myself down for that. I'm like, well, I'm in, I'm in my, uh, you know, I'm in my office, my home office boxers. So yeah. I got to knock down the sophistication <laughs> on that. So I put average for sophistication okay. as well. How right. sophisticated am I? I didn't put very. I put, I put quite sophisticated, mm-hmm. but. I don't even know how to react to that. I, like yeah. I don't know how no, sophisticated I, I was you are. Also, it also made me think twice. So, and I don't know if I am quite sophisticated. I, I say that with less confidence yeah. than an attractiveness. The other one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> so uh, a lot of these questions, yeah. you know, you're right. It's about like how you see yourself, mm-hmm. um, and how accurately can you see yourself? It is that is in itself quite challenging. Yes. I mean, of course, so you have your own self-assessment. Yeah. And then after we meet, I have an assessment of you as well. So uh, so then I will put there, you know, like like um but that's <laughs> but that's private. I mean you can't You didn't bring that too? I was just shuffling through papers trying to find wait, 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 what how sophisticated no, so, am I? That is a <laughs> so what she's doing, she's validating. You're validating, right? right? right. Our answers. Yes. Because yeah. do you do you meet people where their self assessment is just right. way they're, off? Yes. They they yes, yes. You do. Yes. Yes. But that gives me an indication of like how you think of yourself and what kind of person you think you can get. I see. I see. Right? So interesting the psychology <laughs> what are, behind this. What did you put for dating values? Very liberal. Yeah, me too. What were the other choices on that? Conservative and liberal. What, but what does that mean? What is a dating value? Well, I suppose sometimes... Um, okay, so there was this one thing I was going to say. I mean, with dating apps, you know, a lot of people, they are exploring different relationship arrangements. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what it would I think know, what Lauren about. is saying is, are you DTF? Oh, I see. Or, or for example... <laughs> I mean, she was just that's just a value. It's just a very sophisticated I would have understood the dating values question. I see. That's well, that makes or, it easy for me to fill out both. <laughs> or, for example, some people have a really conservative idea of gender roles. 
Um, right. Right. Yeah. So that's where Let's it would see. come down. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, and like I found this section very difficult. Anything we're not all perfect. Anything you would like to change or improve about yourself? Yeah, let's hear yours. Oh gosh. Um, okay, I. I think I'm really attractive. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I said that I'd like to get better at standing up for myself and overcoming a fear or hesitation when it comes to confrontations. Oh, that's good. That's a good answer. I would hire you for a job. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because I'm not very good at confrontation sometimes, even though I know it's necessary. Like I'll just sort of hide stuff under the carpet a bit. Yeah, yeah. I like I really, I'm just a bit, maybe it's a typical Asian thing. I don't know what it is, but. But it's a good self-awareness thing yeah, to have, I think. Yeah. That's nice. I've always wanted to be one of those like ballsy, you, you want know. want to be a little more badass. Yeah, a little bit more badass. Let's just put it all on the table. Interesting. Kind of women. You chose a traditionally uh, kind of masculine okay. stereotype that you want a little bit more of. And right. I chose, okay. What uh, did you... I chose kind of a traditionally stereotypically feminine thing. I wanted a little bit more of, okay. What did you write? I wrote, and I didn't explain it very well, but I can explain it. Okay. I, I wrote, I get emotion. I get emotional when backed in a corner and maybe don't listen as well as one might like. Mm -hmm. So I, I like to try to be mindful and present a mm -hmm. lot. And even when there's heavy emotion around me, I like to kind of understand it. And, and I don't always, especially if, if I have a lot of drama and emotion coming at me, like I, I feel like I said, backed in a corner and I would like to be able to better rise above it and simply not engage with, with heavy drama. And I'm working on that, but it is something I would like to kind of have more naturally and, and be able to be less yeah. emotional on that. Yeah. Lauren, what's your, why, why do you ask this question? Cause this is, it's quite a revealing question. Actually, it's the thinking, yeah. what are you looking for? Yeah. We're both going to therapy next. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking for when you ask people this question? Um, I, I want to see how self-aware you are. I want to see how, how much importance you place on, um, in a relationship, you know, it takes, we're, we're all active contributors in a relationship, you know, whatever the outcome is, there's no such thing as being a passive contributor. So you have to realize what you are bringing to the table, um, good and bad and how you can actually improve yourself so that you can improve your relationships. So how well did we do? What did our answers tell you about yeah. who you can, uh, well, does it help you get us a match or does it help you? So how self-aware are we? You're, you're pretty self-aware, I would say. <laughs> very <laughs> very <laughs> self-aware. She's like, she's I mean, she got to say that though, right? Yeah. <laughs> would you tell me if I were not self-aware? I just wouldn't hear you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, this was an interesting question as well. Um, what is one? It's right in the. It's right in the front. What's one thing that you would say about yourself that will make somebody excited to meet you? Do you remember that one? Yeah, I do. Where's that was in the first page. It's. What did you write? Well, let's do yours first while I'm looking. Okay. Well, I wrote, um, I'm a sex educator and coach usually does the trick. <laughs> <laughs> let's just see about. Oh, okay. 
Um, I love doing things. I'm funny. I'm. Fu- I love doing things. That's very specific. I, love doing <laughs> I think what I meant is I love trying things, but it's a weird way to write it. But I love trying things. Is also is also not specific. Quite I know. vague. Yeah. It's I get very casual when I have no pants on. <laughs> so I'm funny. I'm fun. I'm a sustainability professional and try to live personally responsibly. Okay. Such good English. Do you think that would... I corrected it as I just read it. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask Lauren again. Is that... So do you think that would make people excited to meet us? Again, what are you looking for in terms of... Yeah, would you be like, nerd? No way. Exactly. (laughs) Get out. Um, Well, so uh, this is a challenge. You know, it is a challenge to see our good sides and our bad sides. We tend to focus on our bad sides a lot of the times. Um, and it's hard to see, you know, what we're good at or how, how other people perceive us. Um, and it takes, so, so that was what I was looking for. I was like, can you see the good things in you? Can you see, (laughs) you know, Yes. I mean, how, how would you describe yourself like on an online dating app or, or to anyone? Like, how do you describe yourself? I love doing things. Um, okay. I, 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 love, <laughs> I like to do stuff and to be places. Um, I, I like to eat things that are edible. Yeah. I like sometimes I drink when I'm thirsty <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I rest in places when I'm tired of not resting. Okay. That's good. It's good. I like, Swipe I like, left. I like temperatures. <laughs> I like to be in temperatures where there's stuff around. <laughs> So I usually use the line, I'm high on life and low on drama. Um, that that was my Tinder profile bio for a little while. Uh, how, I, I mean, you can give me feedback. Give me how feedback. long do you get? I've you, never, I've did you never pull that out on had, Twitter? I've never had feedback on this. So it'll be interesting. To, I, um, I think depending on the time of day, I can be a, um, a strategist, a poet, or a sex educator or something like that. And then I said, high on drama, low on life. Uh, High on on life and low on drama. I I have to say... (laughs) You don't have that much space on your Tinder profile. I see. Yeah. If I read a... I've never been on Tinder, so I don't quite know how it works. But if I read a profile that said the the first thing that you just said... Right. uh, What? Depending on the day, I can be a strategist, a poet. Yeah, I can be a strategist, a poet. I would be like, this person is awesome. Okay. If I read, I'm (laughs) high on life and low on drama, I would be like, next. Oh, shoot. Welcome. So tell us, tell us. This is just me observing myself. So we are not a match. We're not compatible, maybe. Well, it depends on which thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we might not be a match. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But I I would say, because that first thing feels kind of self-revelatory, it right. feels uh, knowledgeable. It, it is interesting to me. Like I can be a poet. I can be like, okay, so there's a thing with language. Okay. There's a thing with creativity. Yeah. There's, and sex educator, like to understand, like there's a sex yeah. nerd thing. And, yeah. and I like all those things. I'm high on life and low on drama feels like anybody could write that. Anybody, right. And it feels okay. glib and terse okay. and it and, feels and, like okay. with no self-reflection right. whatsoever. Okay. okay. But I mean, it's slightly better than I can do things. It's it's a it's a it's world, but eat things and I can drink things. Okay, bear in mind that was only a small part of this, but I I will agree that was that's terrible. I don't know what I was thinking. I was just like I need I need new pants. 
Okay, Lauren, now I am... So you've heard enough about our profiles. Oh, wait, one, one other thing. Right? We can do it quickly. Oh, we can do, do a speed round. round. Okay, one speed more. Round. Who? Okay. What did you say <laughs> to what do you find funny? Mm, okay, that was really tough. People, yeah, so, that's a tough one. Uh, I put witty, sarcastic, clever humor, nothing slapstick or lowbrow, nothing rude, unkind, offensive. Oh, that's so good. I, I took the question a bit more literally and I just listed things I found yeah, this funny. This is good. This is good. Okay. But I also put like Russell Peters, Trevor Noah, Robin Williams, the comedians Oh, those I are liked. good. Yeah, 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 perfect. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is what I did. Okay. Uh, I wrote, I like smart comedians, Chris Rock, Tina Fey, The Office, Kimmy Schmidt. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that's good enough, right? Yeah. yeah. And that gives you a good indication of um, what kind of media you surround yourself with, right? Okay. Um, for example, these comedians, maybe they would be more liberal in their policies and liberal in their outlook. Mm-hmm. Um, that yeah. gives me an indication. Some comedians are quite conservative. They make really like redneck jokes. They make slapstick jokes. Mm-hmm. That gives me an indication of... Sure. So, Lauren. Yes. Now, you've <laughs> found out quite a bit about us in terms of profiles. I want to ask how you're going to find both of us dates. Let's start with Prescott. Okay. Prescott. Well, it seems like um, you, you, I think I would find somebody who is spontaneous, fun, liberal, um, open-minded, and, and would love to go on new adventures with you. Awesome. How many of those do you have? (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like this could be quite a few people. Yeah, it's is there anything more specific than that or? Right. I gave, so I answered the age question. I, I said 15 years younger, 15 years older. I just mm-hmm. kind of gave a, mm-hmm. I'm curious what you put mm-hmm. for that. So I just kind of, but that's, I realized that's it. And I, I think I would be comfortable with all of that, but that's a, that's a 30 year range. <laughs> I realized mm. as I put it so that it, yeah. So, but, so would you not even think you just put it in, in that range? Anybody who fits that profile well, I would say if let's say um, you are looking to to just meet new people who are fun or meet new people for and maybe for the purposes of a relationship, yeah, I, I would do that. All right, so it doesn't so you would just like as long as they're in that range, it's fine. You don't have a specific nothing more specific than that. Just fun people. Uh, yeah. I think for the purposes, we would have to go into like more details and like I would have to like ask you about your previous relationships or your childhood a little bit more to understand and get more specific. Um, I see. What yeah. do you want to know about my childhood? <laughs> That's a different podcast. Oh, okay. A different podcast. <laughs> okay. So who would you find for me? Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm going to say this. What's your, what's your age range? My age range is at least 28 at most tw- 45. That seems reasonable, it's frankly. It's quite specific, like though. But I, and, I, and I would say that that... Yeah, do you have an it, algorithm? It, it, it reflects that I'm probably more of a cougar. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that was what I was going to say, Sarah. Yeah. I was going to say like I was going to find someone younger. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that, good. Down with that. Down. Yeah, that's what I do. But I, I would also need to know like what you're looking to, what you're hoping to get like out of mm-hmm. um, what, you, what you're hoping to, where you want to go to, Yeah. Um, where's your direction or where your goals are. So I, 
might take I a little bit I just want to have fun that. and have an adventure with somebody. Awesome. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't need to have any of that conventional stuff. Okay. So I don't need okay. like the marriage, kids, like oh. high income. Yeah. Like I just want to have somebody who would be willing to go travel around the world with yeah. me for a year, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. So we both need an adventure yeah. partner. Is that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. there, there are there are categories where like yeah. people just want to have somebody to do stuff with. Okay. Right? Right. Doing stuff. See, it's important. <laughs> it's important to, to talk about doing stuff. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So so that's where, you know, you want to have a companion that you just want to have an adventure with. Right. And, and that's good. Okay. So you uh, would look for... Just so I'm clear. So the process is you would look for somebody else who had written something similar, like they. I would look for someone else who would have the same mindset as you, who want to, yeah. who wants to have an adventure together. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have that conventional attitude of I want to find somebody, I want to settle down, buy a house, like have kids. That's not what. So yeah. I would match you based on the direction you're looking for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, but that's that's so important because I, I think I have been on dates where it's very clear that yeah. they want that, right. that kind of more yeah. conventional arrangement. And I'm, you know, and even though they're very nice people yeah. and we get along really well, yeah. like I just can't see it going yeah. anywhere because yeah. our mm-hmm. life directions are different. Yeah. So she's also a a sex nerd. Yes. Right? Mm. Yes, yeah. She had does is that intimidating to men? Is that like do you have to make sure you get the kind of date for her who that is okay with, or do you just not deal with that at yeah. all? Yeah, definitely. You I would definitely have to deal with that. I mean, um you would I would have to see like how 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 open minded are they, or how willing are they to step out of their comfort zone? If let's right. say they don't really they they haven't had a lot of experience or haven't had a lot of knowledge in this area. If um, they haven't had a lot of experience, they are in for their whole education. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as they're open for that, that's yeah. okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's why somebody younger is good. Who's gonna teach the next generation? Oh, you're so kind. Yeah, exactly. It's so my altruistic how come, view. How come that wasn't part of, of mine? Yeah, you just want yeah, what it Yeah, why didn't you uh why wasn't that an issue with mine? Is is because I, I gave a more balanced range and I didn't look uh Well you it, wanted somebody fun, right? Fun was yeah. a big thing for you. Yeah, I guess that was fun and funniness. Yeah. Like Oh I see, so that was higher priority. So so for saw. example, right now you're the priority for you is like it's the now, and her priority for her is like where she's going. But I didn't hear that at all. The priority is where she's going. She says she doesn't care about any the traditional stuff. She wants somebody to do stuff with. Yeah, mm-hmm. I literally wrote doing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't see that. <laughs> Why am I more in the now? Well, that's. That's exactly why you're in there now. You just want to do stuff with now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get it. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad you get it. Yeah. <laughs> I think what, what, what she's saying as well is that she probably needs to do a deeper dive yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> into you and what you want and your direction before she can make a proper recommendation. I see. Yeah. I mean, we're putting you on the spot as well, Lauren, because <laughs> we're asking you to do this in literally five minutes, right? which is, you I know, mean, what she probably spends hours doing. It is your job. 
Ooh, Fresca. <laughs> so let, let's just wrap up this section, um, Lauren. If we, you know, took everything that we were talking about yeah. um, and uh, I asked you for any sort of parting words, any sage words of advice that you'd give to people listening on how to find love in the digital age, what would you say? Um, well... I would say to them, I think we spoke about this last night, Sarah, that the most important relationship that you have is the relationship with yourself. Yeah. Um, knowing yourself, knowing how you feel, knowing how to, how to manage your emotions or, or manage your needs or get your needs met. Those are, those are the most, more, most important skills. So I would say focus on that. Um, I would say, you know, be the best person you can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, value people that you have in front of you, and 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 communicate. Learn to communicate well. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I want to put patriotic music behind that speech. Yeah, it is a lovely, <laughs> nice. lovely nice. message. I yeah. think so to it, end with. Would and, it be the American like? Music yeah. Or... <laughs> well, maybe nice. there's nice brass. <laughs> maybe we are in Sousa Singapore, stuff. though. Yeah. So it, it might be something a little bit different. Anyway, that wraps up our questions, but let's go into a very, very quick speed round. Speed round. Let's um, do it. Which we call the quickie by goodie se- section. Um, here Ooh, like is a section where Ooh. I just ask okay. you a bunch of questions, and you have literally two seconds to respond. Has to be very short as well, um, and uh, no need for any lengthy explanations. Um, and I've done this oh, section dear. based on dating and finding love, so to reflect what we've been talking about. That seems reasonable. <laughs> okay, so who would you rather go on a date with, and why? Oof, biker or backpacker? Backpacker. Biker. Oh. Okay, two I'm going to say I'm going to say backpacker, but I'm very intrigued with this biker. Okay, uh, why? Uh, for me, biker maybe speaks of like a certain freedom and rebelliousness. I prefer walking. Okay, I prefer walking too, and we can go more places. Okay, with backpacker. Sure. Yeah. Who would you rather go on a date with, and why? Cat person or dog person? Oh man, cat person. Cat person for me. Dog person. Oh, okay. Because they're good with their hands. There's more petting. There's, it's a... Cats are independent, though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like that. I I like that trait more. Sometimes I want cuddling without judgment. (laughs) You don't get that with cats. No. No. (laughs) Who would you rather go on a date with and why? Um, Tennis player or MMA fighter? Tennis player. Two seconds. You MMA, guys. MMA fighter. <laughs> MMA fighter as well. I just feel more physical, uh, just sort of rough and tumble. I, I, I yeah. start immediately thinking about what the sex might be like. Yeah, unless it's Serena, then we're just... You, oh, Serena. Serena, Serena yes. trumps all. You're right. Mm. Any reasons why tennis player? Well, I... Because... So MMA fighter, like I, I would be terrified of like concussions, and I have had so many concussions. You don't have to in fight them. I don't think you have to. Yeah. Like, you also don't have to play tennis with Serena. Them. You'd lose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's oh date them, not fight them. <laughs> agree, agree. Okay, who would you rather go on a date with, and why? Adam or Eve? Eve. 
Eve. Eve. Adam was kind of a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think from Eve too, for me. Because I, I just wonder what she was thinking. I, I think it should just be an interesting conversation. Well, she literally, she, like apples? <laughs> she literally had no precedent. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So unanimous on that one. Who would you rather go on a date with and why? Margaret Thatcher versus Lee Kuan Yew. Margaret. I don't know. I think I put Lee. On, on Lee, a date. LKY. I'm going to say Lee Kuan Yew. Yeah, on a date. I'm, I'm going to say, you, you say Margaret Thatcher? Really? I think she would scare me. I don't know. I don't mind being scared a little bit as long as they're I think interesting. they both scare me. And I think Lee Kuan Yew had more, uh, like he, he built more. Like he had, a, he had a lot more to do. Okay. I think there'd be more to talk right. about. Right. So, okay. Yeah. I think that'd be a very interesting discussion yeah. as well. I'd, I'd be interested in why he made certain decisions. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, Margaret, I don't agree why? with all the decisions of I, I know, all of them. But it'd be just but, a yeah. cool yeah. date. Why Margaret Thatcher? That was the first response. Okay, but like, now you have. Was it really thoughtful? Okay, no worries. Um, <laughs> thanks, Lauren and Prescott, for joining me on the show and sharing your thoughts on finding love and matchmaking. It was so much fun. Um, and Prescott, you're amazing co-host. Thank you so much, and for inviting me. Oh, thank uh, you. You are also an amazing to, host and co-host of our show yesterday. Amazing. Yesterday it was so much fun. So, um, okay. So, one of the key takeaways from our discussions today is, I, or actually, one of the key questions that we started this podcast w- with was. Has technology made it easier or harder for us to find love? Well, listeners, you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. You can drop me a comment at sarahsense.com or find me on Instagram at hellosarahsense. Come hang out with me. Um, And regardless of how you answered that question or what you think of technology, I do think that a digital detox once in a while can help all of us reconnect with each other and get better in bed. So you should try it. And thank you. Thanks for listening. (music) 